<laughs> yo, yo, what up, Chucky, baby? Yo, Jay. So, something very important in this world, in this realm that's not shattered. What kind of music is scary? <laughs> that's scary. Uh, <laughs> what kind of music is scary for balloons? What? What kind? Pop music. Oh, shit! <laughs> Unlike Stephen King's stories, there is nothing scary about his son. He's been Joe King ever since he was born. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought his name was Owen. Oh, obviously it's Joe King. You what? Must, well, go ahead. You must be Joe King. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do two, two more. more. Okay. <laughs> I'm That's glad cool. we're on the same page here. <laughs> what did the scary old lady say when she found a gold cauldron? A gold cauldron? Yeah. Uh, I'm rich close i'm gonna be witch oh shit <laughs> all right last one folks why is no one scary the day before turning 10 um fuck they're i don't know because they be nine. Oh dear god all right <laughs> let's start the show maybe i don't know <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all... Listen, let's not kid ourselves. It's gentlemen. We don't have any female listeners. Uh, we do. I guess we have a couple. Yeah, of course. Um, welcome to episode 67 of the world-famous We're Not Nordic podcast. podcast. My name's Chuck. Hi, I'm Jay. And uh, as always, uh, We're Not Nordic. Nah. Uh, so, uh, quick callback. Uh, Jay likes to talk about what day, what stupid uh, fake holiday every day is. Fake? Uh, last okay. week, uh, February 24th... Um, we missed um, Twin Peaks Day. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know how familiar you are with Twin Peaks, but uh, the main the main the main character, Agent Cooper, played by Kyle MacLachlan, um, he's always talking to um, his assistant Diane into a tape recorder. Okay. And in the very first episode, when he shows up, it's Diane, eleven thirty a.m. February twenty fourth, entering the town of Twin Peaks. Understood. So February twenty fourth has heretofore been. Twin Peaks Day. But, I mean, but it's National Cold Cuts Day today, so... Johnny Cold Cuts? Yes, Shout out. Shout out, friend of the show, Johnny Cold so Cuts. So, if, if y'all weren't aware, cold cuts are cooked or cured lunch meats, such as turkey, roast beef, or ham, that have been cut into thin slices. Turkey, I guess, is cold cuts, right? Yeah. But cured... Cooked or cured, okay. Or cured, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, so cured is going to be your pastrami's, your gabagoo, your corned beefs, your gabagoos, right? Your, your salami pastrami, your gabagoo, your Genoa. I gotta tell you, Lebanon balan. Yeah, your fucking uh, mortadella. Okay. Um, I gotta tell you, cold cuts are one of my true favorite things in the entire world. Just a, a good cold cut sandwich on some good bread. Woo, that's uh, you're living large there. I think you've listed your sandwich prior, correct? It was Swiss and... Swiss. <laughs> da, 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 da. Is that a corn reference? Oh, that would be a good joke. Once Anthony... Swiss, Swiss. 
What's his favorite uh, cheese? Jonathan Davis? Yeah. Swiss. Anthony Davis? Yeah, where were (laughs) Oh, shit, the dude from Corn plays for the Lakers? (laughs) That's wild. (laughs) Yeah, so what's Jonathan Davis' favorite cheese? Swiss. Swiss. (laughs) Yep. Down the (laughs) deep. God, our our jokes get very specific sometimes. Yes, I mean, that would be uh, be a good joke. I think that uh, Spencer from Discount Cemetery would like that. He is a corn fan. Like legitimately, I think he is a legitimate corn fan. I think you know his his uh, fiance Colleen from Discount Cemetery as well. I know she's a big mustard plug fan. So this is your brain. This is your brain on ska. Ska. Um. Well, listen. Go ahead. We all have our things. We were talking before before we turned the microphones on today about how I'm a big Slipknot fan. Particularly, True. Particularly their second full length album, Iowa. I'm telling you, man. If you if you guys out there have never heard that. Fucking that shit's as heavy as any as any quote unquote real non new metal band. Well, I'll tell you this: he was playing a bop for me, and I listened to said bop, and I was like, "Wow, this is pretty hard." It's pretty pretty hard. It's yeah, fucking, there was a blast beat involved. I don't want to spoil things. Okay, yeah, they do have some pretty hard bops out there. So, if you want to hear a hard bop? Now, if you want to hear an unskinny bop, listen to Poison. Wow, all night and day, bro. <laughs> So, it, well, it ain't nothing but a good time, Jay. Are you? Are you? Do you enjoy swimming? I know you go to the Bonnie, right? Yeah, I go to the pool when I go in the. I mean, you know, surfing involves some degree of swimming. I'm, no. a, swim, I'm a swimming swimming fan. Now, is it Olympic size? What are we talking here? I don't know. I don't know. I, what, what, I don't. I don't even know what qualifies as Olympic size. The, it's funny, actually, at the Banya and the, on the website, it does advertise the pool is heated, but that's a fucking lie. That thing is always <laughs> real cold. Now Watts was Junior Olympics swimmer. No shit. Yes. So, but the problem with that is being so young and being such a, a skilled swimmer, her ankles and wrists dislocate sometimes. What uh? What event? Uh, swimming. I don't know. <laughs> I know she. I know she can do the butterfly and all those. I guess it's what. Uh, what's what's that called? Uh, freestyle. Freestyle, I guess. Yeah. So but... as she's swimming, she's going, "Yo, I'm <laughs> Melissa, and I'm here to say." And then she, <laughs> sorry, sorry, terrible. But have you ever heard of uh, free divers? What you want to kick something? <laughs> butterfly swimming. That's what I do. Swimming with my arms in the water. You are not as good as me as I'm swimming in the water. I, Damn, you were going even with the beat drop. That, was, shit, that shit was crazy. I'm going to keep going. Uh, deep dive? I don't know what that is. Well, f- uh, free dive. Free dive. A free diver shatters record for longest swim under the ice. Wow. Now, that is straight fear for me. David Vensi made it farther than any human or polar bear on record. Jesus. So he's beating them bears, man. And so what you're saying is, what he was trapped under ice. Okay, <laughs> free diver David not only broke the human record for the longest swim under ice this week, he made it farther than any polar bear on record. So how far do you get? The Czech swimmer wore only swim trunks and goggles Tuesday when he swam underneath ice for almost 266 feet. Woo! This was in Prague. He's thirty. Go ahead. I feel that in my plums just thinking about it. Yeah, I know. He's thirty-eight years old. He did this in um, Prague, Czech Republic. Uh, He said, "This will do." After emerging from the water, those temperatures measured thirty-seven degrees Fahrenheit. Previous record was two hundred and fifty feet by Denmark Stig. I'm sorry. How much Fahrenheit? Uh, Thirty-seven. And he wore he wore just shorts. Just shorts. What a lunatic. Um, a 165-foot swim under the ice, three minutes and ten seconds, was the longest known by a polar bear dive. Ugh. 
So he destroyed a polar bear. He destroyed his probably destroyed his toes too. My, uh, my lord. Guinness Book um, of Records to confirm the record after viewing the videotape says uh, the record the records book requires ice to be at least. Oh, here's all the. Right, right. We were talking talking about that, yeah. The records book requires ice to be at least a foot thick and does not allow diving suits. Swam from one hole, cutting the ice, to another, though there were holes cut in the ice at intervals to give him the option for emerging earlier. Okay. Safety is naturally first. It's not like I dive into a hole and they wait if I manage to find the other one. Yeah, I mean, this brings me back to um, Cliffhanger. Yeah, sure. Remember the scene when... Stallone is under the ice, and yeah, that was a uh, dare I say that was a cliffhanger of a scene. I I would have to agree. Now, there are people who try to do this in ice that's not even that thick. Have you ever seen people who go under the ice and they try to find you know the entrance and they get stuck? And I'm talking the ice is super thin. Yeah, super well, thin. Well, apparently I've heard that that's like a problem. Like if you some if you fall into ice, like apparently it's difficult to find the hole, even though it like it would seem to me as somebody that has never swam under ice, like it'd be easy to see the daylight and swim towards the opening. But apparently, uh, it's very difficult. One of the main things too is the current. So yeah. let's say you go underneath, that current rips you, and you have nowhere to pop back up. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. It, uh, depending on the body of the water, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know how how hard the current kicks in, like, a lake or something, you know? Uh, um, that's true. But still, I'm sure there's sure some, some kind of uh, f- natural flow. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just, um, I'm more so thinking about, I mean, you know, I mean, your extremities start to shut down awfully quick when it's 30-something degrees. I mean, I, I've jumped in the cold plunge pool at the Banye, which is, like, 50 degrees, and that is, whew. I can only stay in there for a second or two. See, I had no idea about this. I was told that your body shakes to try and get warm. Yeah, totally. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Watts told me that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, survi- it's a survival instinct. Right, yeah. so the blood leaves your fingers to protect your heart. Yeah. And I, I was like, wow, she's telling me all this stuff. She's like, you didn't know that? And then I started to sob, and then after she came and <laughs> she needed a, you needed a hug, <laughs> right? Um, no, yeah, I mean it's it's for as fragile as our bodies can be in certain ways. It's incredible the you know the ways we've evolved to you know survive in certain situations. Right. Now, if the, is there an insect out there that you're afraid of? Insects? Um, not really. Um. No, I'm pretty good with insects. Uh, even like spiders don't really weird me out that much. I, I hate snakes though. How about uh, like a cockroach? Nah. Doesn't bother you? No, nah, not really. So you have no problem if there's a cockroach on the ground. You don't mind smashing it and I usually, it up. Uh, no, I I usually try to pick it up and be humane about it. Because there was uh, I mean, you never lived in Philly, right? It's just fucking ro- rodents and bugs are a constant problem in, in the city. It's. it's not so much since I moved back here. Now, what about you hear that there's there's a big outbreak in Pennsylvania if the people listening in Vietnam oh. are not aware of the lantern flies? What are they called? Lantern moths? Lantern moths, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, real quick, I, 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 I'm going to take that back. Um, when uh, our old drummer accidentally gave us bed bugs, that was terrible. That's that f- was... Yes. I woke up um, one morning 
and there was one crawling across my pillow that was really fat and I killed it and just all this blood came out and I was like what that thing was just sucking on my head and that really weirded me the fuck out so yeah there you go bed bugs Ooh, yeah that's very cringy but the thing about these lantern moths uh-huh. is that it's almost like Starship Troopers the movie what where, they're six feet tall <laughs> no where kids are stomping on them and cheering you know no oh. I went to a party and there were all these it was uh, it was for my friend's kid and I guess their friends were there, and they're like, whoa, lantern bugs, better get them. And they all ran over and started stomping on them. Well, why? Are they like, do, or did, can they do you harm if you stomp them? I don't think they can do you harm, but I think that it is a it is a foreign creature, and it shouldn't be in this area. So I think they're trying to exterminate as much as they can. I mean, it's just like when the lizards were down in Florida, they said, shoot them if you see them. So the people out there with handguns blasting lizards in the street. And meanwhile, it's probably our fault. You right, know? exactly. But, you know, whatever. But what about a venomous spider? Yeah, like a giant spider. Like, we might have talked about this on the podcast before, but I was genuinely terrified by the movie Arachnophobia when I saw it as a child. Right, yeah, I think we did talk about that. It was labeled as, what, a comedy horror yeah. or something? Yeah, it's supposed to be like a horror comedy. And, you know, with John Goodman, that doesn't surprise me, but yeah. Right, I think that's what we discussed. I think it only became a comedy when he entered, period. Yeah, like, yeah like in the beginning when that guy... Uh, the spider kills the guy in South America, and it ends up. They, they open the guy's coffin, and he's all shriveled up because the spider fed off him. That shit. Mm-hmm. That shit terrified me. Well, there were three Mediterranean recluse spiders found in a university. Yeah, that's not library. My, that's not my favorite. But like certain people, like a tiny like garden variety spider, will freak them the fuck out. Like right. I, I don't care. Like I'll let a spider spin a web and leave them alone. <laughs> Admire its beauty. Well, they kill annoying bugs. Like that's, that's what that's what people fail to understand. Like you hate flies and all those things. Spiders get rid of them. That that was a beautiful thing when you work by the um, by the shore. There are, there's a bug in the area called a greenhead. That oh, will, they're the worst. And the females annihilate you Ooh. because they want your blood to lay their eggs and all that kind of stuff to feed on. So uh, yeah, spiders are very helpful in that situation. Yeah, fuck a greenhead. Yeah. <laughs> We had this. Oh, forget about it. Well, anyway, staff at the university digression. <laughs> staff at the University of Michigan Library temporarily closed the building after three venomous spiders turned up in a basement storage area. We should have a digression sound drop. Yes, digression. We should pause it, <laughs> play it, and then come back to it. Um, the problem is, is uh, Mediterranean recluse spiders were found late January in the Shapiro uh, Undergraduate Library on the school's Ann Arbor campus. Okay, I was going to ask where this was. Okay, so it was in Michigan. Yeah, the library reopened Tuesday after being closed Sunday and treated Monday for spiders. The spiders were not in any public spaces. So why kill them? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean... It says you're you're really... This is what they said. You're really unlikely to be any in, in, in any kind of danger unless you have to be close... It, Unless you have to be in close contact with them, she said. But if you're a plumber crawling through a crawl space fuck that up. has a lot of spiders, then you could be bit. Just walking around the library stacks is very, very low risk. So this is, you know, we have recluse here in New Jersey, brown recluse. Sure, yeah. So this is not a big deal. There's a brown recluse, like, whoa, either you kill it or leave it alone. Yeah. So uh, do you think this, I think this is an overreaction, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I, I you know, I try not to... I try not to kill things I don't have to anymore. I don't I don't know if that's a weird like subconscious way of trying to gain some karma with the universe, but I don't know. I just I don't I don't 
like get off on killing ants like I did when I was a little kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Why well, I knew a guy I worked with used to grab like if a spider was in the way, he'd take it and just throw it into the corner. Not throw it, like not peg it. You know, like playing wall ball, saying relay, you know. <laughs> he'll just he'll set it down in the corner and it'll climb up and it'll make a, a web in the corner. It would not bother anybody. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean we're not, you know, it's we're not the only species on this fucking planet. What? Oh shit. Oh, I thought you were talking about the VHS species. Oh. It's not the only VHS species. That should go in the back. That should go in the back. Speak no. What isn't there like a species three or four or something? Something like that, yeah. Those should go uh, in the back. Oh actually we should probably remember that for sequel mania next year. Ooh. This year, yeah. Oh, good call. Any suggestions? Not NordicPod at gmail.com. We got a little way to go ways to go till sequel mania, but it'll be here before you know we'll, it. We'll put it in the list. Now you are a R and B rap fan. Right? More so rap, but yeah. You say hip-hop, right? I like the hippity-hop. What do you feel about Meek Mill? I like Meek Mill. Okay. What do you feel about what he said to Kobe Bryant's wife? Tell me what he said. <sighs> Rapper's track talks about dying the way NBA started. Okay. Okay. Now, a reference to the death of Kobe Bryant in a rapper's track has drawn an objective... Oh, I'm sorry. I was drawn an objection from the NBA star's wife. Bryant was killed in a helicopter crash in California in January 2020, along with his daughter, Gianna, and seven other people. Yeah, it's fucked Meek, up. Meek Mill's song, I guess it's called Don't Worry, R.I.P. Kobe, includes the lyric, If I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It be another Kobe. In an Instagram post, Vanessa Bryant called the reference extremely insensitive and disrespectful. She also said, I am not familiar with any of your music, but I believe you can do better than this. You know what his first reaction was? Fuck your feelings. Is that what he said? Yes. Now, is this a case of something that you've said before? We're separating the artists from the music, you know, from the art. Um, like, where you can like his music, but him as a person doing this is not forgivable? Or Yeah, I think that's a little over the top. Cause, because, frankly, I'd, I'm trying to even decide what that lyric means. You know what I mean? Like... I mean, I, I certainly, I guess, a year out is still a raw nerve for her. But I, I don't know. Is it is it really that offensive? Well, I mean, hey, who are we to say? Yeah, that's true. Offensive yeah, in that, true. You know true, what true. I mean? Yeah, that's fair. So later, he said, "I apologize to her in private early today, not to the public." Even uh, well, I'm sure. Nothing, he said, "Nothing I say on my page is directed to an internet viral moment or the family of a grieving woman. If you care about someone grieving, change the subject." So now he's blaming everyone else. For him being a piece of shit. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that. And the same, it said in the same song, I guess there's a rapper named Little Baby. Little Baby. Little Baby, yeah. Yeah, it has a line that's tribute uh, Have a son so I can name him Kobe, daughter Gigi. And as Brian also posted a message of support from an NBA player, um, the NBA player wrote to her, I'm sorry you and your girls have to continually deal with shit like this. What's the matter with that line? Uh, isn't, that, isn't that nice? I don't, I don't... Again, who are we? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a. Yeah, I mean the. I mean, uh, I, I I can understand if uh, John Rybeck, you know, <laughs> might say something. You know what I mean? Who? John Rybeck. Under siege. Casey Rybeck. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. God damn. Get your, I need help. Get, get your Steven Seagal character straight, You're bro. Right. So Casey Rybeck. 
John Rybeck's brother. I forgot. He was a lawyer in uh, Baton Rouge. But so let's say Casey Rybeck. Let's, oh, let's just say Casey Rybeck says something, you know, saying like, well, I'm offended by this. I'm offended by this. Right. So I, I think in that case, you can say, you know, who were, you know. No, yeah, I get, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think the answer to all of this is anybody in the public eye should just get off fucking social media entirely. I agree. That's, Join that, me, everybody. That might be, that might be the answer here. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, Meek Mill, uh, his music uh, during a time when I was working out regularly, which hopefully is coming again soon. Um, yes. I, I really enjoyed his music while working out, so I'm not, and it seems like, after, you know, it seemed like there was a whole mess where he was kind of uh, continually in prison because of a vindictive judge. And after he got out from under that, he's kind of tried tried to make it his, his he tried, tried to, you know, help push criminal justice reform forward, which I think is a noble cause. But I, I agree with that. You know, that doesn't make him not... Untouchable. Yeah. I right. Mean, you know... Fuck your feelings. You know, that's I don't like that much. Yeah, I don't like that either. And then, then, then to delete it, and then say, "Hey, if you keep talking about it, you're the problem." That's what I'm saying. Just get off social media. Exactly. Bye bye. Also, you lost a rat feud to Drake, which is not, which is not great. Ouch. I don't know these rat. Feuds. Are there any classic rat feuds that you can think of right now? Absolutely. Oh, uh, let's hear them. Yeah. Well, there was uh, Ludacris and Eminem. Eminem has beefed with quite a few people, but no, nobody that's really on his level. He had a he had a little feud with Everlast, which it's like that's just shooting fish in a barrel, man. What, what was out? What was Everlast's retort? Then you might know what <laughs> it's like to be a dork. Got him. Here, let me see. Here, let's go. Let's go on a little. Uh, let's go on some uh, classic. Uh, pro- probably the most uh, well known and uh, revered battle of all time was Nas and Jay Z were going at each other for quite some time. Yeah, I remember um, that. Uh, after. Um, after Ice Cube left NWA, uh, they they did some songs about one another. Okay. Uh, Easy, Easy and NWA had what was Ooh. that? Real motherfucking G's. Yeah, Easy and Dr. Dre. That's I think that'd be my favorite. Um, yeah, it seems like Eminem always beefs with people that like um, aren't quite on his level. You know. Well, who Moby? Right. <laughs> you can get stomped by Obi. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Moby. You got um. Ludacris, was it Ludacris or was it Ja Rule? Um, it, probably both. Okay. <laughs> quite honestly, I think I think he got into something with Nick Cannon, where it's like <laughs> it's like you know what, like who cares? Yeah, but yeah, I, th- I guess it's uh, synonymous. Um, I'm just looking at his. Um, uh, he's there's a. Uh, for the Everlast song, Eminem said, um, "No respect in the hood." Fled to his neck of the woods, got in touch with his roots, found the redneck in his blood, and said, "Heck, country western rap records are good." So he picks the guitar up and he strums a few notes. He can't rap or sing, but he wants to do both. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the other line I liked was he goes, um, "Peckerwood mad because his record went wood." <laughs> Wow, that's kind of funny. That is good. And then, of course, you know, there's the trademark. You know, uses the, uses the f slur a few times and all uh, of that, which is <laughs> uh, 
case uh, case in point with Eminem. But um, actually, it's funny. It's the same thing. One of the uh, one of the most highly regarded diss tracks of all time is not Nas a song Nas did about Jay Z called Ether. Um, and uh, there's a, just a lot of like you're gay shit in that. It's right. Like it just hasn't aged well. Or like Tupac and Biggie with uh, Hit 'Em Up. <laughs> Man, that song. Whew. Yeah, it's a bad song. It's brutal. The first line of that song is, "That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker." And right. then, and then he goes from there. Right. You want to play? Want to play a little bit? I would love to hear "Hit 'Em Up." All right, hold on. So, anyone out there that yeah. is offended by a uh, Two, and just keep in mind, hearing this, Tupac was dead like within a couple of months. Like this was this bop is uh, this is a bop here. Yeah, this is. This is definitely a bop. So, everyone sit back. Relax. As much enjoy. as you can relax to this. That's why I fucked your bitch, fat boy. Hold on. Yeah, that's yeah, a remix. That's on. not going to work. I'm trying to find... Hold on. This is unacceptable. First off... Uh, hold on. No, 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 no. We, we got we to gotta get the real deal here. Hold on. No, you know that was a retort to a song that Biggie did called "Who Shot Ya," which he Biggie claimed was not actually about Tupac. You ready? This is bad. First off, fuck your bitch and the click you claim. West side, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. Biggie Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mark ass bitches. See, this is that has anger. Oh, that, has, was, that has power. Like I actually, I listened to a um, a podcast over the summer. They did like an eight part podcast about Biggie and Tupac, and apparently, like even his friends after that were like, "Dude, you went a little too far." <laughs> <laughs> like, well. He's like, well, because it, and it was really interesting. It too. shut it down, though. It was it ended it. Well, it ended because they both died. Right. But um, yeah, it was. It's kind of interesting. Like there was a quote, like Biggie, because the whole thing was supposedly that Tupac was trying to have sex with Biggie's wife because, like, to get in his head. And Biggie actually had a quote that was like, kind of shockingly forward-thinking and a little bit feminist, even. Where he was like, if he really did fuck my wife, like, he should show a little bit more respect than that. Like, if she, like, you know, had sex with him, like, it's a little more meaningful than that, you know? He shouldn't be throwing it in my face. Like, I'm paraphrasing, but I was I was shocked at how evolved he was. Wow. And he also, you know, he, I don't know if you're familiar, there's a song called Brooklyn's Finest, Jay-Z and, uh, and Biggie. Not familiar. And he actually, he made a joke, and Biggie made a joke in it about Pac having sex with his wife. He said... If Faith had twins, she'd probably have two pox. Get it? Oh. Two pox. Oh, he said that in the song like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Anyway, uh, we're coming up on um, uh, 24 years since Biggie got killed. So. Wow. So that's uh, that's that's uh, battle rap chat for you. Yeah. And I think that'll be the end. I do have one more news story. I don't know if I should... I mean... All right, screw it. I always... Stop my news early, but yeah. uh, yeah, give, give, give us a little something, something here. If California bill passes, no more stealthing during sex. What does that mean? Okay, I had no idea either, but yeah. then I saw us. Okay, let's Jason, me, bro. 
legislation would classify non-consensual removal of condom as sexual battery. I think I agree with that. I agree with it, too. Yeah, sure. I think that uh, our stealthing during sex may soon be illegal in California. I mean, when, since when is that called stealthing? Is that like a well-known term? I guess. I mean, what is it? What is it? The um, the handbook or whatever. What is that called? Like all those terms. Dirty Sanchez. Uh, Urban Dictionary. Is that what it's called? The website? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so. Los we need Angeles. to get swerving the yonk on the Urban Dictionary. I made up a word that's on there. Really? Yeah, it doesn't even mean anything. I just made it up and put it up there, and it's got, it has uh, six likes. No shit. It's called Jar Citations. Look it up. Okay. J-A-R-I-S-T-A-T-I-O-N-S. I believe that's how you spell it. Jar Citations. Uh, let's see. Sexual battery per California's, uh, California's civil code is when a violator acts with the intent to cause a harmful or offensive contact with an intimate body with an intimate body part of another, and as a result, commits a sexually offensive act. It's disgusting that there are online communities that defend and encourage the practice. Really? There is that is in the disgusting. Law that, yeah, that is disgusting. Uh, which notes the practice has been called a rape-adjacent one. I agree. A lot of women compare it to feeling the experience of rape. Yeah, I just, I think that this should be passed 100%. Garcia, who's been at the forefront of California's Me Too movement, faced sexual misconduct accusations of her own after an ex-staffer said she'd inappropriately touched him during a softball game. A softball game. Uh-oh. An investigation by the Assembly uh, cleared Garcia of wrongdoing. Advocates for the victim of the sexual violence are, are pleased that Garcia is once more bringing the issue into the spotlight. This is an act. This is an act. That's a violation of somebody's autonomy. Autonomy. Uh, autonomy. Yeah. yeah. There is risk of pregnancy. There is risk of STIs, but also inherently, it's it's just changing the entire nature of sexual encounter. Yeah, it's abusing yeah. it's abusing someone's trust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, it's I, I, man. You've already broached that sub, that subject of we're gonna do the nasty respectfully. Respect consensually. Conse- do, do the consensual nasty. There you go. Yeah, consensual nasty. You wear. You wear the Jimmy hat, you know, and everything's going to be okay. <laughs> the condominium. Right. The profo. And I'm not, and I am not trying to make a joke about this and say, you know, in any way, shape, or form. The thing is, like, there is an agreement there, and for you to will, like, secret, secretively no, that's, pull it off and do it, it's fucked up. Yeah, so. it's, it's uh, you know, I, it's, I hate that I feel the need to apologize for men so often. I mean, women are just... They really get fucking put through the ringer. <laughs> Men are fucking horrible. Jesus. Yeah, uh, the bill, I believe, should be passed. I agree with what, what they're doing. Yeah. F- 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 uh, the, uh, they're, they're, I bet there's a lot of stealthing communities on Reddit. You know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Seriously, get at us. Not NordicPodGmail.com. We think you're a piece of shit. So. Yeah, yeah. Come see, come see me. Fuck if all you, of you. You know what? If you're into stealthing, write write us in, and I'll write a battle rap about you. What do you think about that? Let's do it. I will. I will fucking. I will hit you with some fucking fire bars, and uh, you'll you'll go home crying. Here, I got a bar right here. I think I said it before on the podcast. Do you need it? Do you need a beatbox? Um, you think you're hot, but you ain't shit, motherfucker. No, that's not even how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got him, folks. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we'll be back in a second. Thank you. 
Who's got better movies? 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 Bang or war! So we can decide who's best. Bang or war! So let's put them to the test. Nice. Thank you, Greg, for the the banger war theme. Banger war is our semi-weekly segment where we examine actors or directors' filmographies. And decide uh, by the completely scientific uh, metric of how many of their movies we liked, um, which is better. And li- like I've said, uh, you can feel free to write in to notnordicpod at gmail.com and argue our, our banger war findings, but it doesn't matter. We, we're right, you're wrong. Exactly. How about that? Um, so, uh, mm, by I the st- way, stuck my tongue out at y'all. You okay. can also you can also like us on Facebook, facebookcom notnordicpod. Follow us on Instagram at notnordicpod. Uh, it's all very easy, and we would love some more followers and such. Uh, the current banger war champion with thirty five bangers yes. is um, Sam one Samuel L. We knew we we saw what the L stood for. I can't remember it. Samuel Leroy Jackson. Um, and as suggested by the homie, uh, Tony, Tony Tono. Tony Touchdown. Hey. 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 Tony. Tony. We're going we're gonna, to uh, throw ultimate B-movie actor and brother of famous director uh, Ron Howard, Mr. Clint Howard, into the ring. See how he does. Nice. Clint's got a lot of a lot of credits. Clint's been acting since 1963. So oh, man. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> Here we go. This is now. This is movies, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so once again, we're gonna go through a few. Uh, uh, the courtship of Eddie's father. He was uncredited. William Willie, Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree. He voiced Rue, little Kanga's little son. Uh, an eye for an eye. Now, is this the original Jungle Book? Yeah. So are we calling that? Do you like that one? The original one. Yeah. Don't really remember it too much, but. I feel like we got to call that a Okay, That's bare a, necessities. It's, it's the simple bare necessity. Yeah, we're going to give that to him. Uh, Gentle Giants, Winnie the Pooh, and the Blustery Day. Oh, I love that one. So yes. was, uh, no, it's a short film. That's more of a... <laughs> That's more of a nostalgia thing. Okay. Um, the Wild Country, Salty, Eat My Dust, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I didn't realize he voiced Rue quite a few times. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, not the video game. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. That, there's really a movie called I Never Promised You a Rose Garden. Uh, Harper Valley PTA. And now we're coming around to some more recognizable things. 79, he was in Rock and Roll High School, which I will certainly uh, call a banger. Um, Evil Speak, Night Shift. I need to watch Night Shift. I've never seen it. Um, Get Crazy. Uh, I don't know it. Uh, Splash. Do you like Splash with Tom Hanks? <laughs> I think we've said that, yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, we said, we said that every time it comes up. I always say yes. Huh. Well, we're going to... Well, it would only be once, because we've only done Tom Hanks, right? John Candy. Did we do John Candy? I thought we did. Oh, maybe we did. I, I can't remember. <laughs> Cocoon? Yeah, I'll give him. All right, Cocoon. Uh, Gung-Ho. Um... Uh, I've actually been meaning to watch this, too, with Michael Keaton, but I haven't, so cannot say. Oh, The Wraith with Charlie Sheen. You've seen that, right? I haven't, no. Yeah, no, I definitely, that's a banger. Okay. Sher- Sherilyn Fenn, Randy Quaid. Uh, end of the line. I've never seen it. 
Freeway, but not the. There was a movie in the '90s called Freeway, but it's not the same thing, obviously. Parenthood. Yes. Yeah, you like Parenthood. I do. Tango and Cash. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Disturbed, not the band. <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night Four, Initiation. No, that one's terrible. First two are good though. Uh, I don't like Backdraft. Do you like Backdraft? Never saw it. Wanted to see it. How about The Rocketeer? Never saw it. Terrible game. Terrible video game, Yes. Far and Away, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, directed by his brother. Oh, that's when they were from... uh... Australia. Are they? I thought they were from Ireland. Oh, Ireland. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Have you seen it? Bits and Pieces. Would they have to claim land with a flag or something like that? Some shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How about Carnosaur? I always liked the box when I saw it at the video store. Yeah, I remember seeing it. Never saw it. Um, Ticks. Is this a movie about... Yeah, it's a movie about killer ticks. Starring, <laughs> starring, the, uh, starring the other half of the Bosom Buddies team, Peter Scolari, wow. Seth Green, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro, a.k.a. Carlton... And Clint Howard. I kind of want to watch this. I'm with you. Rated R for sci-fi, gore, and violence, and language. That sounds like a lot of fun. We got that might need that might need to go in the bag. I agree. I I feel like every week I find something we want to put in the bag. I, I got to start writing these down. Uh, the paper, uh, once again directed Ron, by Ron Howard. Great cast: Michael Keaton, Glenn Close, Marissa Tomei, Randy Quaid, Robert Duvall. Never saw it. No, me either. Um, Leprechaun 2, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, Bigfoot, The Unforgettable Encounter, Fist of the North Star. And then we come to what I would argue is, uh, Clint's, uh, fucking, uh, work of, uh, fucking masterpiece here. A little movie called The Ice Cream Man. We're saying yes? Oh, yeah. I never saw it. I love that movie. Um, Forget Paris with Billy Crystal. I've never, I I have not, and will never see that film. Uh, Did you like it? No, I'm just saying. We'll have to remember that. Put that in the bag. Uh, Digital Man, Apollo 13. Did you like Apollo 13? Never, uh, never saw it. To be honest with you. Yeah, I guess that's a banger. Okay. Yeah, uh, Barbed Wire with Pamela Randerson. <laughs> never saw it. Uh, Unhook the Stars. Gina Rollins, Marissa Tomei, Gerard Depardieu. Ugh. Uh, that thing you do—that's a banger. I like that movie quite a bit. Okay. <laughs> Santa with muscles with <laughs> with the Hulkster. Never saw it. Really? No. Wow, I thought you would have saw that. I never saw it either. Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery—that's certainly a banger in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, the Protector. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> uh, he's in this movie. Twi- this is a good movie. Twilight with Paul Newman and Susan Sarandon. That's not not the where they're wolves and yes, they're sparkly vampires. vampires and that's a good flick, really worth watching. So yes, yes, okay. Reese Witherspoon. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Okay. Reese Witherspoon takes her shirt off like fifteen minutes in. Whoa. Yeah, man. Risky business. Uh, the dentist part two. I've never seen part two. I think I've seen part one. Um, the water boy. You like the water boy? Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's about where I'm at there. Uh, Ed TV with Matthew McConaughey. Never saw it. Saw it in the theater. I don't really remember anything about it, so that's got to be a no. Um, I'm going to give The Spy Who Shagged Me a banger. I like that one, too. That's the second one? Yeah. I agree. That one is good. Um, My Dog Skip. 
Uh, Little Nikki, I don't remember at all, but spoiler alert, Little Nikki is in the punching bag bag, so we'll be watching that soon enough. It is garbage. It's all in the movie theater. Yeah. I'm uh, happy with it. The Jim Carrey, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Feelings? I never saw it. No, I didn't like it. Uh, something called Black Woods. Uh, gold member, I say no. I, I say I, no I think well. that I think that's when the Austin Powers party was over. Correct. Um, Heart of America. Man, this motherfucker's done a lot of movies. Oh, this is an Uwe Ball movie. I got to assume that's bad. A Hundred Women. Uh, how about this one? Have you seen Pauly Shore is Dead? I have not. <laughs> I would have thought maybe you would have. Uh, I, I don't like it because it's, it's a fake, was it like a mockumentary? Some, or, something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, House of the Dead I didn't like. The Cat in the Hat I didn't like. The Missing I never saw. Raising Genius. Uh, River's End. My Big Fat Independent Movie. Uh, fun, uh, Cinderella Man was good. Okay. I'll, I'll give him that one. Um Fun with Dick and Jane. Uh, that's no. another, that's, he's worked with Jim Carrey a lot. Is that Jim Carrey and Taya Leone? That's the one, yeah. Okay. Uh, I saw it, didn't like it. Church Ball, Curious George, How to Eat Fried Worms. I read the book as a youngster, but I never I never saw the film. Uh, Big Bad Wolf, Music Within. He was in the Rob Zombie Halloween. I don't remember that. I think I've blocked that out of my memories. Uh, a Plum Summer, Foreign Exchange. Frost Nixon is an excellent film. Okay. Yeah, definitely give him that one. Um, London Betty, Play the Game, Super Capers, Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. Pass. No. <laughs> um, Curious George 2, Follow That Monkey, with an exclamation point. Uh, the Haunted World of El Super Bisto, uh, that's a short film that I assume was directed by Rob Zombie. <laughs> Oh no, that's not a that's a full length uh, adult animated musical superhero comedy film. Okay. Directed, co written, and co produced by Rob Zombie. Man, <laughs> you're close. Forty percent fresh. That might go in the bag too. Um, Alabama Moon, Holy Man Undercover. Man, this dude's a, this dude works, man. Um, speed dating, the dilemma, uh, with Vince Vaughn and Kevin James. No, thank Oof. you. Yeah. Blubberella, uh, Blood Rain, The Third Reich, Nightclub, sorry, Ernest, Ernest Bordenine was still alive in 2011? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Last Call, Lords of Salem, which I've actually been meaning to watch. That's another um, Rob Zombie film. Um, Nobody Gets Out Alive, Assault on Wall Street, <laughs> Sparks, The Profane Exhibit, Sandcastle, Balls Out, The Funhouse Massacre, <laughs> <laughs> Mad Families, The Church. Uh, balls Out, I think I might have seen. No, I didn't. Never mind. You know you know, TJ's listening to this right now going, What? Oh my God, you Balls, don't like balls out? out? Oh my God, dude, that shit was sick. <laughs> sorry, sorry, TJ. Um, Solo, A Star Wars Story. I didn't like that movie. <laughs> Apparently there's a documentary about Uwe Ball, which is really, it's called Fuck You All, The Uwe Ball Story, which... You know, really, like, if you've seen any UA Ball movies, and I've seen several of them, Fuck You All is a very appropriate title. Fair enough. Um, Granddaddy Daycare? Oh, God. Oh, I didn't know that existed. Uh, he was in Three from Hell, the latest Rob Zombie movie. I actually saw that in the theater. Uh, I would say no. I would say that's not a banger. Most recently, the, the newest 
installment of the straight-to-video American Pie spinoff series. What's this one called? American Pie Presents Girls Rules. Nice. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that wasn't great. What did, what did he come in at? 16. Sorry. Sorry, Clint. Hey, it beat Denzel. So. Did he beat Denzel? And Julia Roberts. No shit. Yep. All right, Clint. Good for you, buddy. You know, if Banger War has taught me anything, it's that as many movies as I thought I've seen, there's still a lot I need to watch. Right, and that and that rap battle thing it finally came to me what I wanted to say. Okay. So, people who do that, you ain't shit, motherfucker. You're feeble. You see, I'm doing this solo like Mary Van Peebles. Word. That's my rapping, I'm saying. Solo, because he was in a movie called Solo. Right. Oh, shit, I see what you did there. Thank you. And I say, your raps aren't good. They're I don't want to hear it. If I want lame poetry, I'll watch Jason's lyric. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You got bars, bro. You got bars. I do, man. So, I'm checking IDs. I got so many bars. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, So, what do you want to do? You want to do a trailer game? I heard you had a trailer game. Sure. Why don't we take take a quick break? I'll get it sitched. All right, and we'll uh, we'll be back in a gif. I got a lot to live up to here. I usually do pretty good at the trailer game. Yeah, I think these will be pretty easy. All right, here we are. So we'll be back with a trailer game. No. Hi. Hello. Ho. Hi. Let's go. Hey. Ho. Let's go. Uh, so, so uh, those of you who are familiar with the show know we sometimes quiz each other uh, on silly topics. Um, Jay has several times uh, done a quiz where he plays me. Uh, small snippets of movie trailers, and I have to name the movie. And uh, I think we have another installment of that this week, Jay. We right? do, and you know, since he is the movie guru, he, I guess. he usually knocks these out pretty well. And every time I say, "Now this one, you might have trouble getting," and he always you always get does thrown excellent. off because I always like have like a really intent look on my face, <laughs> and then you're always like, "Oh shit, I think I got him with this one." Well, you know, I look at the movie and I'm saying, "Okay, I think you'll probably get." I say you'll get. Two, or I'll say you get three out of these. Okay, that's, that's my what, that's my call. Three out of five. Correct. Okay, let's do it. Okay, you ready? All right. Starting it off, Zanebagish. <laughs> From the imagination of Stephen King comes the story of a man. Go, come on, boy, let's go. Grass is waiting for you. With the mind of a child. One more man. Cyber man, he came to see me. Cyber man, One more man too. No, <laughs> no. I thought you wanted to take a break. You know, I'll silence oh. it so you can be. Hear, I hear thought you were like, No, you got it. Lawnmower man. <laughs> Very good. Well, I, I mean, I've... saying the lawn is waiting. <laughs> Stephen King. Good job. One down, folks. See, I forgot about the moving it away slowly. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. The, I'll do better next time. No, you're fine. I think these mics are much better than the ones we were using last time we were doing. Okay, you ready? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Numero. Doso. My boyfriend's back? Hi. Right. I gotta cancel. Shit, I forgot again. Is that my boyfriend's back? It is not. What is it? Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, shit. I'll play a little bit more. Anderson Kids. Sarah. Mom got Chris to babysit for me. Chris? Her 
brother oh, Brian. Okay. Yeah. His oh. best friend Daryl. Okay. I got a little cocky on that one. You did? Well, I mean, yeah, that song playing at the beginning yeah. might have thrown you off a little bit. Okay, good one. Okay. Was that one of the ones you thought I would I would have gotten? <laughs> I, I don't know. It doesn't matter because... It doesn't get... matter! Yeah. Numero tres, though. Here we go. I think I might have done this one before. This is the story of Stanley Ipkiss. Stanley, oh, you uh, are the nicest guy. The mask. Yes. I think I did that one before. Possibly. Not sure. Yeah, I think. So I, <laughs> I feel like they, I feel like they use that same that same song in a lot of different trailers. It almost sounds like Pee Wee Herman a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I mean, it might have been. I wonder if it was Danny Elfman. Uh, it could be. I'm gonna take a look now. I'm curious. Danny Elfman, formerly of Oingo Boingo. Really? Yeah. I was not aware of that. Didn't know that? No. He is a. Um, I enjoy his songs. I tried to look up the mask, and it kept giving me mask from uh, about the guy with the the share. Yeah, when uh, Eric Stoltz. Yeah. No, some guy named Randy Edelman did the score for that movie. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So it's a MGM feature. Uh huh. Uh oh. Someone's modem going. In going. January, a from an extraterrestrial source was picked up at the Parks Observatory in Australia. Oh. A new sequence of DNA, friendly instructions on how to combine it with ours. This growth is amazing. The decision was made to terminate the experiment. Um, is that species? Very good. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it took me a minute. <laughs> Very good. I think it's since it's just a, uh, it's something we always bring up. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Fine. So you only got one wrong. All right. So. So. See if see if I can get get out of this with a solid B minus. Here we go. Warner Brothers. Mary Lennox was an orphan sent from a far off distant land to live in a lonely and mysterious mansion. You are not to touch anything, and you're not to go wandering and poking about. Yeah. <gasps> I heard someone crying. You heard nothing of the sort. Somewhere in the forbidden rooms. Who are you? She discovered a bedridden cousin. Don't you ever go outside? Shit. Never. Who'd never seen the light of day. <laughs> and met an enchanted boy <laughs> who spoke with the animals. Animals don't speak. I think you got me, man. I, I'm not even sure I have a guess. Together. Maybe we could find the door to my mother's garden. I've been in the secret garden. This is the secret garden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that one. That one's totally off my radar. Good, for, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried. So, I, great job. You got three right. Oh, I'm a little off my game, but thank it's you. It's all right, man. No. You no. might. I'm I'm, tr- I'm trying to span out a little bit. I usually find myself getting ones that I know you'll know. Yeah, no, that's but, good. But you also don't want to like completely baffle me. So it's correctly. it's a it's a tight it's a tight rope to walk. I I get it. Yeah, the one trailer just gave so much detail. The Secret Garden, <laughs> you know, there was uh, so I much just, detail. Uh, but it just happened. I've never seen that film. But Understood. I, but I do know the Springsteen song. Nice. Secret Garden. By the way, did you see they uh, dropped the charges? I did. Yeah. And, and did you hear about the podcast where? Barack bragged about breaking a friend's nose. 
No. Man, what a tough guy. What did he say? He said something about... uh, I uh, went ahead and punched his nose. Let's see. So, if anyone's not aware out there, Bruce Springsteen and Obama have started a podcast. Obama! They have started a podcast. Obama recounts that time he broke a friend's nose. It's only a limited series. There's only going to be eight of them, but yeah. Uh, Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. Barack Obama usually comes off... As calm, cool, and collected, but that isn't always the case. For example, as a boy in Hawaii, he once punched a friend in the face over a racial slur. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't read this. Uh, In the second episode of the podcast collaboration with the musician Bruce Springsteen, the former president recounts a story during a discussion about racism in the United States. When I was in school, I had a friend. We played basketball together, and one time we got into a fight because he called me a C-word. C dash dash right. Certainly, Obama, Obama recalls the uh, in the episode of Renegades, Born in the USA, that was released Monday. I remember I popped him in the face and broke his nose. That's fine. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. That was well well do uh, snout hit. It was just <laughs> well do snout hit. I like that. It was just reactive. I said what, and I popped him. He was like, "Why'd you do that?" Can you do and it, I Obama? Explained, and I explained to him, I said, don't you ever call uh, me something like that. I uh, explained to him, I said, uh, don't you ever call me something like that. Obama acknowledges the boy may not have understood the slur he was using per the Huffington Post, but he adds, what he knew was, I can hurt you by saying this. What do you think, okay. Bruce? I, I agree with that. And like I always, t- I always tell my nep- nephew that words have power. No, it's true. You know, And the yeah. fact that you know he reacted to what someone said just shows that, you know, hey, there, this is the line. You just crossed it. And yeah. if you don't cross it again and you understand what you did, we can still remain friends. Yeah, no, I think, like, the, like when you said, once you gave context to it, I think it makes sense. I think, <laughs> I don't know, it's fine. Yeah, But I'm yeah. just picturing, it's like, so I, uh, punch I said, well, that's a good thing that you did that, Barack, because he, he needed to learn a lesson. Right. That's my first attempt trying to do Springsteen. <laughs> that wasn't bad. <laughs> I agree. Um, so yeah, so uh, if you want to get some new trailers together for one of the coming weeks, I'll see if I can redeem myself and get back to my my near perfect. Uh... Listen, send an email to we're not oh, we're not Nordic to not Nordic Pod at, at gmail dot com and label it trailers. Chuck will not open it. Yeah, yeah. And he'll just send it over to me. He'll just forward it to me. Yeah, because I typically I typically check the email, but Correct. if you if you label it trailers, I won't look at it. Yeah. So if you have any that we might be able to get him, TJ. Looking at you, not nordicpod at gmail.com. And please. B- and by the way, if you if you haven't already, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash not nordicpod, and uh, follow us on um, Instagram uh, at not nordicpod. We're trying to get those numbers up. Yeah, and, and also check out uh, Hot Takati on hot, Bandcamp. Hot Takati. Yeah, please. I just I just bought it. I know you're not into I know you're not into beer. You're more of a twisted tea guy, but. Listen, don't make me blast one in your face, okay? That's that's what tough guys drink now, okay? <laughs> so. so <laughs> uh, don't make me blast one in your face. <laughs> that. <laughs> the twisted tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it, it's, it's getting late. I think it's time for punching bags. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. The world said it sucked, but we don't agree. Because we're not down with my mentality. So here we are to give an honest review.
Okay, folks, sadly, all good things must come to an end, and we have come to the final segment of the evening, uh, Punching Bags, wherein we re-examine various pieces of pop culture that have been maligned by either the general public or uh, the critics, or bo- sometimes both, and decide whether they, whether or not they deserve to be maligned. Uh, as in Great we- job reading that every time. I don't read it. Reading it off your mind. See how I switch that up a oh, little bit? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, see, you fucked me all up. Sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, we've been pulling out of the punching bag bags, one with movies that we chose and one with music that we chose. Um, it, it's not officially a game of who can make each other the most miserable, but sometimes it feels that way. Um, so so w- w- the, the record for worst music is definitely you so oh, far. Yeah. And so. what's the worst movie? The Pest? Yes. That was me too, I think. Yeah, so <laughs> success. The Pest was in here? Yes. Yeah. The originals. Yeah. Okay. All right, so let's start with the movie uh and we might be changing we might be changing that. Uh 2002's uh, American adventure comedy film The Master of Disguise starring Dana Carvey, um Jennifer Esposito, James Brolin, who must have needed a must have had some fucking bills to pay. Uh Brent Spiner, um uh, Financed through Adam Sandler's company, Happy Madison. Right. Uh, anyway, um, exactly the same as um, the movie we're going to talk about next week, Ballistic X versus Sever. I saw this in the theater, and I was asleep by the end of the beginning credits. And <laughs> really? Well, like, it was just an hour and 20 minute long nap. So I, 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 don't, I don't know why I decided I wanted to revisit this, but I put it in the bag because... I was looking for ideas. Um, uh, this movie's awful, like, aw- like awful, awful, awful. Yes. Like, like up there with the past, awful. Yeah, it's, um, it's bad. Uh, it stars Dana Carvey as a whether or not he's meant to be mentally challenged. He sure comes off as mentally challenged. A gentleman by the name of Pistachio Disguise, right? Who uh, comes from a long line of masters of disguise and. After his master of disguise father is kidnapped by uh, some sort of criminal, Jordy. Play, played by played by played by Brent Brent Spiner, aka Data from uh, Star Trek. Why did I say Jordy? Yeah, yeah, I was Data. gonna say. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry. Uh, and is forced to imitate various sort of famous people for the time. Uh, I forgot Michael Johnson existed, to be honest, uh, and uh, steal different um, uh, different historical items. Um, yeah, and he so he his great his grandfather teaches him how to be a master of disguise and um he gets an assistant played by Jennifer Esposito. He's got a dog named The Cuteness and uh I don't know, that's about it. Then there's some truly unfunny and like actually like horrifically gross moments. Yes. Uh he he plays uh a human turtle, which is horrifying. He plays a human cherry pie, which is also kind of horrifying. Um, he does, uh, I guess, a half-decent Scarface impression. Um, he does, um, what's his name, um, uh, Hooper from uh, Jaws. Yes. Um, what else? Uh, he, play, he, he, t- he, put, he pulls his George W. Bush impression out of mothballs at the end. Um, he plays he did, uh, an Indian. Yeah, offensive, yeah. Oh, extremely d- offensive. Yeah, little problematic. Yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah, no, this is just. I mean, 
I, I don't know. This is one of those things where just all around, I don't know what anybody was thinking, why they thought this was funny, why they thought this needed to exist in the world. I, I just... Dan, Dana Carvey said in an interview that he wanted to make a movie for his kids that his kids could watch and laugh at. So a lot of the humor is childish and I would say fresh. I've always heard sophomoric, but this is freshmatic. You know it's I mean? definitely is, freshmatic. Yeah, yeah that's a good. Like, that's a good word. This is like freshman below. Um, it's th- there's a running gag where um, after uh, Brent Spiner laughs maniacally, he farts, <laughs> and it. It happens, I think I counted seven times. Like, they just... And it's not a long movie, either. It's like 80 minutes with credits. Right. They beat you over the head with that fart joke, man. Yes. Um, and as he's running out of the room the one time, laughing and farting the entire time. Oh, God. Yeah. I, like, did you laugh once? Like, did you get any genuine laughs out of this movie? I am thinking right now if I did laugh at any time. No. I don't believe that I did. I don't think I got one laugh out of this. Um, I think Dana Carvey, besides Wayne's World, just kind of sucks. I agree. He did that movie Blank... What was it? Blank Slate? Uh, Clean Slate? Clean Slate? Okay. I think I might own that on Blu-ray for some reason. I, I don't think I've ever even watched it. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't a fan of that, and it's the same thing where he, he uses his impressions in the movie to, uh, to get a laugh, and, you know, doing the church... The church girl, or the church... Lady. Oh yeah, sure. It's just uh, wasn't my thing. Clean slate, yes. Um, Nineteen ninety four. Yeah, like when he's um, he when he's playing Scarface, he's he's, old, he's at this like fancy party, and the guy comes over with the hors d'oeuvres, and he's like, "Tell me, did you got a tiny wiener and tiny nuts?" And it's like, <laughs> right. Cute. So then then he eats a cocktail weenie and holds like. Peanuts. Two, two peanuts, or, yeah. Or macadamia nuts. Did you go, okay, I get it, dude. Right. A penis, a penis and nuts, okay. Right, gotcha. there's a scene where he's wearing underwear on his head. It's, there's two scenes where he's wearing underwear on right. his head, isn't there? <laughs> yes, there is. Yeah. I one apologize. Of, one, one in a flashback. Um, yeah, and you know what? Like, the the uh, the plot isn't even that... Like, the plot is kind of confusing for such a short movie. It's It's just... Uh, one thing, did you notice there's more than one, um, like, uh, specific song, uh, like, that, like, ta- like states yeah, that the has, plot of the movie? Yeah, or, yeah, or has the name of the movie in the song. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah, I thought, I thought those songs were actually not, they were recorded well, they were catchy, they were good. It just seemed like but, an, an odd thing to invest in. <laughs> you're right. Well, what else do you have when all you have is garbage? Yeah, because it's not, it's not a, um... It's a very cheap-looking movie, too. I mean, the sets and the, like... So, so he's supposed to be Italian. Do they live in the U.S., I guess? I, I have no Do idea. Do we care? No, not no. really. It's, it's, a bunch of, it's, a, it's a bunch of mediocre slapstick that is not pulled off well. And um, the jokes just go on too long. Oh, my God. Oh, is fucking when he's the turtle. Yes. Turtle, turtle. Okay, man, we, we get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, this is a movie that I told you that Paul burned from DVD, Culture Popped. From Culture Popped, how do you spell that? Okay. And uh, we watched about ten minutes, and I t- made him turn it off. And when I watched this, <clears throat> I watched it. I fell asleep. I woke up at two in the morning <laughs> and finished it, and then went back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, 
There's there's nothing else you can really say. There's no nothing shining. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> what's what's the actress's? What's her name? Jennifer Esposito. She was. I think she's a good actress. Yeah, she. I think she does well. Yeah, not long before this, she was in Summer of Sam, which I think is an underrated um, Never seen Spike it. Lee film. Yeah, she's a good. She's good. Yeah, I thought I thought she did well. I thought and, the dog was good. And James Brolin's a fucking legend. I don't I don't know what he's doing in this. Right, he's just kind of sitting back and just coasting pretty yeah, much. Yeah, he must have, like I said, he must have had some bills to pay or something. Yeah, so James Brolin is the master, master of disguise. Yeah, he's like, I was married to Barbara Streisand, I don't give a fuck. So he dresses up like... Yeah, which is it's uh, funny, because like, like I said, he, he dresses up as Jessica, Jessica Simpson, Simpson yeah. uh, the Olympic runner, Michael Johnson, and uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. That might have been the best one. And Bo Derek. At the very beginning. And which, that was, I, I don't know that I laughed, but I guess it was, I don't, yeah. I, nah, never mind. I was going to say clever, but I don't, I don't even think it was clever. Right. Uh, that might even be too strong a word. And that's it, folks. Yeah, this, the, movie, this the, movie fucking sucks. The one thing that pisses me off is that there was a character that he did that they only showed in the credits. Uh, the toy collector. Yeah, which, by the way, clearly this movie didn't even uh, meet the criteria to be a full-length movie, so they had to put, like, five minutes of bullshit in the credits to get it over the finish line. I'm telling you, if that character was in the movie, it might have been actually enjoyable. I think I might have turned it off by that point. What was oh my it? God. I don't know. It's like a, it's a heavyset guy with bubbles, and he's uh, going crazy and reacting. I no, man, I missed that. Okay. Well, maybe you're lucky. <laughs> Well, did you see the catering? What was the, who did the catering? Well, it's an Adam Sandler, so it's Gala. Oh shit! So mostly Adam Sandler movies do the Gala catering. Very loyal, very loyal to Gala, huh? He is, which which I think is pretty cool. Like well, the Sopranos always uses the same uh, catering service too. Gandolfini must have had a <laughs> he he liked the gabagool from there. There you go. Um, yeah, if you're looking for um, Happy Madison productions from around this time, go watch Grandma's Boy. That's a, that's an actual funny movie. Uh it's you know, teach their own. Like, I love that <laughs> phrase. Um, this is an easy, easy peasy zero Viking broadswords. Wow, no, no, no doubt. Wow. Um, God, zero. I uh, I can't I can't list you one redeeming thing about this film. So that seems like an easy. You zero know what? You're me. you're kind of right. That's very. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, no, 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 no. This is what I'll say. It's not the pest. It's kind of similar to me, though, in that like it's 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 a very loosely plotted series of just like gags that, and none of them work. Uh, it's not quite as racist as the pest, so I guess that's something. Right, and the thing is, like the pest, I was physically getting angry watching it. I was kind of physically getting angry watching <laughs> this. <laughs> okay, I wasn't. I, I guess that's the difference. You give it a zero. Oh, easy. All right, I'll give it a one. Okay, fair one enough. One diamond encrusted. Battle axes. Battle axe. Moving on to the audio portion of the proceedings. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Civ. Uh, Civ uh, was a band formed, I hate this term, for, from the ashes of the, the classic New York hardcore group, the Gorilla Biscuits. GB. Um... They were sort of, uh, they, they came on the scene in 95 with their debut LP, Set Your Goals, um, on uh, well-respected in, indie hardcore label, Revelation Records. Um, it sort of had some crossover appeal, and 
the one the one song was in like a car commercial, right? Yeah, can't wait, can't wait one minute more. Uh, and then three years later, they did another record, Thirteen Day Getaway, on Atlantic Records, their major label debut. And Atlantic. Then, yeah, and then broke, right. and then broke up a couple years after that. So nobody ever ta- the nobody ever talks about Thirteen Day Getaway. Um, so that's why I wanted uh, I wanted to do it. That's why I put it in the in the bag. So let's talk about it. Okay. Um, so it's worth noting that, um, uh, in addition to um, uh, Gorilla Biscuits, uh, their drummer Sammy, uh, the so it was the the singer and the bass player from um, Gorilla Biscuits, and then the drummer had also been in uh, Youth of Today and Judge Sammy Siegler. I think he might have even played on a Limp Biscuit album at some point. Okay. Uh, so your thoughts, sir? It's funny you say Limp Biscuit because there are elements in some of these songs that sound like Limp Biscuit. Which one specifically? Uh, not sure which one it was, but if you listen to every other song on this album, it's kind of sad that I was wishing that the singer from Smash Mouth was singing these songs instead of him. Because every song sounded like a Smash Mouth song. Every song except for the best song on the entire album owner's manual owner's manual yeah Yeah. best song um yeah so i don't know uh how familiar you are with the uh with the legend behind their for the first album set your goals um it was produced by the guitar player from um from gorilla biscuits and quicksand and a million other bands walter schreifels okay and he walter has all but said in um in interviews that in addition to producing it, he basically ghost wrote that album. <laughs> and um, I, I think it stands to reason to me that the reason this one isn't as good is because maybe Walter didn't help write it. Um, so I thought the first... Well, here, let's play Let's play the first song. Okay, so this is Secondhand, Secondhand Superstar. Secondhand Superstar. Now, people out there in the Nordic verse, you're telling me that this does not sound... Like it should be a Smash Mouth song with who's the Smash Mouth lead singer? Steve Harwell. Okay, well check this out. Here we go. Now picture the singer from Smash Mouth singing it. Apologize. I think there's even like a little like keyboard at the end, like Smash Mouth stuff. There is. This almost sounds like Aaron Carter, not gonna lie as well. Yeah, this sucks a yeah. lot. But if this was Smash Mouth, it would be okay. Now, yeah, yeah no, that's the thing. It's just. Um, should we just play Owner's Manual just what? to show what it, just to show yeah, what, and what just, is good? Just to note, there were there were a few songs like this. Like there, like a lot of Set Your Goals is pretty poppy, but it's it's littered with a few songs like this to kind of change it up. Okay, here we go. Like, this sounds like a real This is awesome. 
This is awesome. Arthur's going in on the base. Like, it's like, almost reminds me of, like, shelter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the, like I said, there's a few songs like that on the first record, and I think it really, it makes the, the, the popular songs kind of stick out more. Um, see, I, unlike you thought, after Owner's Manual, I thought it gets a little bit better. Okay. Um, I thought I thought the songs after that have a little bit more edge. Is there a uh, song that sticks out that we can? I thought "Living Life" kind of has a Nirvana type vibe to it. Okay. Like a like a in utero era Nirvana. I hear it. I still don't yeah. love this, but it's better than that first one. You're right, yeah. Yeah, there's one song where he does a uh, a Limp Biscuit, Fred Durst, and he sings kind of, you know, kind of along the lines of, Just one. Oh, more no. Really? About Which your one was that? leadership. Do you I can't remember. I will quit your shit. Yeah, when I, when I heard it. I couldn't believe it. That's awful. Yeah, it was uh, It was pretty bad. Yeah, so I thought it picked up a little bit. It's still not a really good record, and I think it's tough for me to imagine uh, ever reaching. You know, if I'm going to listen to Civ, I'm going to listen to that first record. Yeah, I don't hate this. You know, I listened, yeah. listened to it all the way through, and I guess was disappointed because my expectations were pretty high. Of, yeah. Like, expectations were high for enjoyment. Like I wanted to listen to these bops and really get into them, but I just couldn't. No, no, the bo- the bops were uh, the bo- the bops were a little lacking. Yes. Um, do you like like Were you a fan of GB? Like, was that your shit? Uh, yeah, it's the first punk song I learned on bass. You know, was uh, High Hopes. Oh and yeah. And that that was my jam, man. And I we saw Warp Spencer and I went and saw we saw War Pigs play. They covered it. Oh yeah. I went. Ballistic, bro. Okay. Um, I sat down and learned uh, their album "Start Today" on bass one time, and it's <laughs> for it's funny for a record that's so well regarded. Like they st- they stick to the same chord progression a lot of the time, but it it just worked. It yeah. worked for them. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, uh, can't. I might listen to this again. Maybe, probably not. I'd br- I'd probably skip to owner's manual if I did put. Oh it on yeah, again. definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything else. I got nothing. Um, what do you think out there? Not at gmail.com. Do you like this album better than Set Your Goals? I, that can't be, right? There can't, there can't be any weirdos like that out there. Well, hey, uh, hey, to each their own, y'all. Maybe this record's really big in Vietnam. Tell us. Could be. Not at gmail.com, Facebook.com, slash Not NordicPod, at Not NordicPod on Instagram. Come on. Uh, come Get on. at us. Come on. Do do something. Yeah. That's that's the name of a song from uh, the first record. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, so what are you uh, What are you throwing down Five and a half Five and a half uh, Viking broadswords I'm going to go strictly five I listen to it Don't hate it Don't like it Won't recommend it Won't won't talk shit on it Middle of the road baby Middle of the road exactly Alright here we go Let's uh, Do we switch it up What do you have Let's pull for March 17th What do you have I have movies still right So Okay correct so let's, uh, Switch it up Switching it up folks Switching it up Switching it up There we go Hear that bag? 
So Hear it? plenty of things in both bags. Yes. Oh oh boy. What do you got? I don't know. It's one of mine though. What do I have? Oh boy, here we go. Open it nice and slow. <laughs> Medea goes to jail. Oh god damn it. Two thousand nine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Um Alright, well the music is uh Standing in the Spotlight by D.D. King. I don't know what that is. D.D. King was after he left the Ramones, D.D. King was D.D. Ramones short lived rap persona. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested and excited. Have you listened to it before? No, I never have. Awesome. A lot of my fr- a lot of my friends think it's kind of fun in a silly sort of way. So well, that's cool. So D.D. D.D. King standing in the spotlight and. Well, hey, look look, look at uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Came out with a punk album. And he was a rapper. Crushed it. Exactly. <laughs> you love that shit. <laughs> it's good. It's catchy. Uh, that that'll do it then. So, uh, oh my god. God forgive me, Lance. <laughs> Lance, Lance. My friend Lance, he, he swore he would never, ever watch a Medea movie. Well, I apologize. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, so what? So ne- next week, Ballistic X versus Sever and uh, In Flames, Reroute to Remain. And, to- and, oh, yeah. So this weekend is someone's birthday oh god damn it yes it is so i just want to say shout out to my homeboy sea dog <laughs> sitting right next to me thanks buddy i wish you the happiest and the healthiest 30 I wish you all the best in the world bro thanks man so hopefully hopefully we can make 37 a good one 36 was not my favorite but uh well, fuck it i'm lucky i'm lucky enough to it looks it's looking like I'm lucky enough to get another spin around the sun, so we'll see if we can't uh we can't make it right. Nice, and this weekend you know what we're doing. We're gonna eat some food. Well hey, you're supposed to reveal it today. Today's oh. the day you're supposed to reveal what, oh. what, what what we doing, bro. Breakfast. Alright, so we're going up. We're going to Shady Maples. We're gonna eat some we're gonna eat some omelets, we're gonna eat some pancakes, we're gonna eat some fucking uh <laughs> pancakes. Some, we're gonna eat some some whoopie pie. We're gonna eat some, some frosh toast. Oh, some some definitely some French toast. Yeah, some some grits. The list will continue forever. Should should I post should I post pictures of our plates on the Not Nordic uh, uh, Instagram? Is Please. that something people would want? Write in notnordicpod at gmail dot com. Well, I appreciate I appreciate the birthday wish, my friend. Uh, Hopefully, we get more from the y'alls out there. Yeah. So good. come on, y'alls. Uh, yeah, uh, my birthday is this Sunday. And, uh, so with that, uh, we're going to end things on my last podcast as a 36 year old. There you go. Um, nice. discountcemetery.com, um, not Nordic pod 20 at checkout, uh, 20% off and a, uh, free gift, a free gift, uh, for grip, y'all grip some of that up and, uh, th- 3d custom Prince studios on Etsy. Get at Greg. He'll uh, print out your 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 figures for uh, your 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 game that you play. Or... Right. So if you go on the website Anvil, or if you go on the site Hero Forge, you can create your own miniature character. And what you do instead of having them printed out, you download the STI file, which is only I think five dollars. You send it to him. He'll hook you up with the discount printed out for you and ship it to your hiney. Okay. 
Ship it to your boot and bonnet. Your boot, your boot and bonnet. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's it for episode sixty-seven. God willing, we'll see you next thank week. Thank you, for y'all, episode for sixty-eight. Yeah, thank you, y'all, for sticking with us and listening. We really oh, appreciate shit. all we're, of you. We're two weeks away from the big one. I know. <laughs> we got we got to figure out some good plan for episode sixty-nine, dude. All right. Anyway, always swerve the yunk. Always, always go, go, Uncle Buck. Wild. wild. And remember that we are not fucking. Nordic. Nordic. Good night.